Hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Nanny Podcast. Yay! <laughs> My name is Taisha Perry, and I am, yes, you guessed it, a Black Nanny. For those of you who are new, welcome. And for those of you who are returning, welcome. Yeah, welcome back, I should say. Um, I'm going to do this one quickly because uh, this one definitely should be a little short. So if this is your first time listening to this one, don't listen to this one. Go listen to some of the other ones first and then come back and listen to this one because I have more. I always put more information in uh, in, in the beginnings, but I'm going to do this quickly because it's very, very short. I talked about it very uh, quickly in the first episode, I think, when I was just talking about um, choosing a nanny in general. And I was talking about how you should not have to sacrifice your child um, getting uh, academic development, you know, education and um, socialization by having a nanny. You should not have to sacrifice that and put your child in daycare and or preschool either before you really actually want to or just because you think um, that you cannot get socialization with a nanny. Um, You actually can get better socialization with a nanny. And that's what I want to expound upon a little bit on this one. So I'm going to get right to it. So, yeah, like I was saying, um, like I mentioned in that first episode, uh, I had a lot of uh, moms and dads who were a little worried about, uh, you know, their their, uh, child had been with me for, you know, a couple of years. Um, I usually start when the kids are pretty young, anywhere between five to six months. I've done the earliest at three, no, well, I've done infancy, like from from birth, but, um, most of the times it was from four to five months, um, to about three years. Um, usually around three or four years is where, uh, four years old is where, uh, the parents want to get their kids into preschool and, or a daycare of some sort, just to kind of prep them for school, which is understandable. Um, but if you can afford to keep your nanny for a lot, uh, all the way up until four years of age or five years of age, and you want to, you definitely should because your nanny, not your babysitter, your nanny should be doing a very good job at socializing your child. Um, that was seemed to be the main concern of the mom and dads. Um, As their child got a little bit older, they wanted to make sure that their child was around other kids. And while, yes, you definitely want that to happen, as I explained in that other one, when your child is in daycare and or preschool, um, there's maybe one adult to every 10 kids or so, Uh, sometimes two adults to every 25, 21 kids, however many kids they have in a section, you know, they'll usually have uh, age groups and then they'll have a teacher, an assistant teacher of some sort. Um, and, and again, that is fine. If that's what you choose to do, that is fine. But you should not feel like you have to do that because your nanny um, 
doesn't have uh, because your child's not around a bunch of other kids all the time um your nanny should be preparing your child for large group settings where they're around children they'll have to learn how to um to work and communicate and play with other kids and they'll have to learn how to navigate through um peer issues and um just uh, normal kind of interactions with kids um, with the nanny. They should be able to do that. And the way that your caretaker, your care, uh, child care provider, your nanny should do that is by exposing them to lots of public, um, lots of public places now. <laughs> I realize I'm saying that now when no one can go outside, but there will come a day when the libraries will open back up, the museums will open back up, and there are lots and lots of um, child-friendly venues now. You've got children's museums, you have um, parks, you have themed parks. In Missoula, Montana in particular, there's a carousel there, and they have a uh, park kind of um, structure right next to the carousel that they call the Dragon's Hollow. It's a series of, um, it's kind of like a cave actually, you know, the kids can climb, there's monkey bars, there's swings, there's, um, it's, it's uh, slides, there's, it's an amusement, it's a quite, quite a structure. Um, the kids love it. Um, so there are plenty of uh, things to take the kids to where they will come in contact with other kids. Um, and whereas if your child is in a daycare or a preschool, because they are having to, um, work on their socializing development with other children there, a lot of times, um, because there's only one adult to every 10 kids, um, they are kind of left to do it on their own without a whole lot of guidance or the guidance is um, rushed guidance. Now, I, I'm not a, a nanny that believes on being a, a savior all the time. Children need to be able to safely um, work out their differences amongst themselves. They need to learn how to do that. And um, that takes practice. It takes practice and exercise. So I don't believe in just swooping in and resolving the issue for them, but um, they can't resolve an issue if you don't give them the tools to resolve it. And if it's just you taking care of a child or taking care of a couple of children, you know, two or three children, however many are in your family, um, then they get that one-on-one -on -one kind of guidance and um and it's uh, a whole lot uh, more detailed for them to get that guidance because again your nanny should be aware of your family's style of your your parenting style of your family dynamics your personal beliefs that kind of thing and they should be there to kind of reinforce those those same uh, attributes and characteristics that your family desires for your child to have in those situations. Um, Childcare, uh, daycares, and um, preschools cannot do that. They can, they can provide them with um, generalized tools. And again, if that is enough for you, 
then that's enough for you. But if you um, really kind of want certain things emphasized in your child, you let your nanny know that those are the things you really want to emphasize in your children and in their upbringing. And then the nanny will make sure that that happens. Um, that is one of the good things about uh, about having a nanny. You know, that if, if that's important to you, if it's important that your core values for your family are um, instilled in your child because your child is young and you you know you want these things emphasized in them as they are young so that they they grow into be um, productive citizens <laughs> um, if that's important to you then your nanny um, will be of, of great assistance into to helping that you know in uh, your your nanny your child care provider is kind of like your you know your extra parent you know the the extra parent in the family they should be there to help guide your child in the way you would guide your child in your absence um daycares and preschools will not do that and honestly when you your child gets to school you know they will be kind of at the mercy of whatever the teacher or the school or the the school settings kind of uh, beliefs are and what they're encouraging. And um, you will want to have a, a good base. You will want your kids to have a good base starting from, from their home and from what the, their family um, takes on. Uh, but like I said, if that's not that big of a deal to you, and you think, you know, any, uh, any adult is capable of doing it, then, you know, that, that's fine. But it's just one of those, those extra things that you should, um, that you should be getting from your, from your nanny, from your childcare provider. Um, and it can be an, an asset to your family. Um, for, uh, oh, and that's pretty much it. Um, I'm going to give you some good suggestions of where um, your nannies should be taking your children if uh, outside of the pandemic kind of atmosphere once um, we are allowed to go back outside. If you prefer that your nanny is the kind of child care provider that kind of keeps the kids at home, um, well, okay, that that's fine. I think you're um, limiting your yourself a little bit and your kids a little bit because um if they're if your nanny's not able to take your kids kind of out and about in public places then yes it will definitely be a little more difficult to um get them more acclimated in a social setting and get them socialized they can always you know bring other children over but if they bring other children over a lot of times it's a very small socializing setting that you get on a regular basis um when i was in annie i took my kids to medium to large social settings um, i took them to the library where they had story times and there's anywhere between 30 to 35 kids there at a time i took her i would take them to activities where um, like I said, there's the Children's Museum where there are quite a few children there of all different ages and there are different um, stations that the kids can be in. And so you can have very small group settings where there's just 
the child that I would have and then three or four other children there to a larger group setting where there's the child that I would have and then maybe 10 other kids. Um, going to museums, regular museums, art museums, natural history museums, they usually have some sort of, uh, some sort of child program or um, quite a few of them now have like uh, children's areas in the Natural History Museum and they have activities and things for kids uh, specifically to get into. Um, and it's usually always full of kids. Uh, the kids get plenty of times to socialize there. Um, parks, of course, are, <laughs> those are those are pretty easy ways. Um, I would take the kids to, uh, honestly, I took the kids everywhere. Um, I took the kids to places that I would take my personal children, you know what I mean? We would go to, um, whether it's going to a, a coffee shop that had a little um, child area. Uh, Missoula was very good at having uh, businesses and venues that were intended for adults, but they also had um, some sort of accommodations for children so that, you know, the adults could enjoy their time there as well as the children. And um, I would completely use those places. There were a couple of coffee shops in there that had some amazing little um, uh, activities for the kids to do. We would go there, uh, draw on the tables and, you know, do art projects and whatnot while I drink coffee while, you know, doing the art project with them. Um, I took them to down to the train tracks. We would go, there was a... Uh, a big train station in Missoula and they have uh, some of the old engines there. We would make it a train day where we would go and watch trains. We'd read books about trains. Um, and every, if you go down there often enough, you know, you get a chance to meet conductors and talk to them. So the kids got a chance to like get on the train and see the, uh, the switches and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, um, I would take them to concerts. I would take them to, I think I mentioned parks already. You know, I took them all around. My biggest venue, and you will probably hear it on this podcast quite a bit, was the library. And I, <laughs> I know I sound like a huge book worm, which I am. Um, the library just has so many resources. They have people coming in from the universities, from wildlife, fish, and game. It is just, uh, it's just the perfect place to find, um, tons of resources for your children. For your children to um, get involved in, they had mommy daughter, uh, mommy daughter groups. They have other mommy and caretaker groups. They have um, children's activity groups. They have sports groups. They have Lego nights. They have um, their story programs. They had diorama contests and uh, teddy bear sleepovers. <laughs> they have so many things for you to do with the kids that involve them and other kids. They're age appropriate, they're safe, the materials that you need are all there, and it's usually free. So, you know, I can't say enough about 
your public library. If you have not taken your child to your public library, shame for shame. <laughs> Take them there right now. Take them there right now. And um, just look on their bulletin board and see what you can get them in. But my point being is overall, your nanny should be tapped into these resources. Um, and even if they are not as resourceful as myself, like I said, I just gave you a, a, a big one. You know, I, the, the library is the resource. From there, there are tons of things that you can get your hands on and get your children involved in. And it will safely socialize them uh, just as well as, if not better, than a preschool or a daycare. So don't feel like you have to give up your nanny um, because your, you know, your child is getting to the age where you want them to become more social. Your nanny should be able to provide you with that as well. Um, that's it. This one was actually longer than I thought it was going to be, but thank you for listening. Uh, if you are new here, thank you so much for coming by. I hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully this won't be the only episode that you listen to. Go back and listen to some of the others. If you are coming back, thank you so much for coming back. For those of you who are sending me messages and asking me questions already, thank you so much. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, um, I'm answering your questions. Uh, if you are listening to me on Anchor, where I'm recording from, you can just hit the message button that's on my profile, and you can leave me a voice message asking me any question you'd like on childcare, nannying, teaching, childhood development, anything along those lines. If you do not have Anchor, fear not, you can reach me at blacknannytp at yahoo. Send me an email. Black Nanny TP. T as in uh, tea kettle. <laughs> I'm running out of teas. <laughs> P is in paper. Black Nanny TP at Yahoo is my email. Send me a question. If you email me, that is the best way and the quickest way that you will get a response. I will respond to all of you, and then I will respond in uh, in an episode here on the podcast. I'll answer your questions to the best of my ability. If you still haven't gotten enough of this lovely voice, you can click on any of the other episodes. Um, and if you are ready to head over to theblacknanny.com, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> TheBlackNanny.com is my website. It's still a little bare bones over there, but um, it definitely will get fleshed out in the next couple of weeks. For So look out for that. Thank you again, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys.